Hello and welcome back to the Clients and Profits Featurecast. My name is Phil and I'm your host as we explore the many features found in Clients and Profits that help you work smarter, faster, and more profitable. I'm joined yet again by my co-host, Cindy Weston. Hi, Phil. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. So you want to know what we're going to talk about today? You know, I was thinking, (laughs) I was going to ask you a question. Yes. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about internal charges. Internal charges. Yes. Now, internal charges are expenses that you charge to the client Uh on a per unit basis. Mm -hmm. So CDs. um, Color copies. Color copies. Hey, you're taking all my text. I'm just giving it the (laughs) intro. I'm going to tell you everything I know. It'll take you about 10 seconds. And then Cindy's going to take over. No, you're telling all my secrets here. The, the internal charges is a place that you can actually set up a table. So there's an internal charge table where you can set up, like you said, standard color copies, legal size color copies, maybe poster size, DVDs burned, CD burns. We used to do presentation folders for several of our clients. So we had the presentation folders in there, which were just nice little binders, but they had the slip covers in the front of them. Mm-hmm. So we would just charge a per unit price for how many of those they needed for any of the seminars they were giving. Nice. So the first step is to go to the accounting menu, internal charges, and there's a link in there for the table. So you set up the table first, and you need to know how much you want to, what you think your net rate is, so how much it costs you, and then your gross rate, how much you want to charge your client. When you set up the table, Uh is that table for that one job or for that client? For everything. For any, but any client, any job. For anything? Okay. Right. And so usually accounting people are the ones that'll set that up for you. Uh-huh. And how I think an easier way to get the price is just maybe call printers or copy houses that are near you right. and use that price if you want to or maybe lower it a little bit. But to if, give you an idea of what the price right. might be. Because if a client were to go somewhere else, they'd have to pay for it from somewhere else. You might sure. as well get it costed to the job as well. Right. Now, not every agency will actually cost it to the client, mm-hmm. but... When you take a look at how much the printers are today and the ink cartridges, et cetera, that's all in your overhead. But it would be nice if you could see how much you're you're expensing on that job, even if you don't charge the client. But you would be amazed, like if you're doing a 20-page catalog and you have a meeting and you need to print six proofs for the meeting and each of the individuals that are going to be in it, that's a lot of paper, that's a lot of ink, that's a lot of expenses that you could be adding to the job ticket. Now, some people do their postage through that or maybe long distance or international faxes. They'll just say, oh, you know, we charge $4 a page for that or whatever the table you want to set up. Now, you want to mark it up a little bit, right? Right, and there's a net rate and there's a gross rate. So the net rate is what you think it's costing you and then the gross rate is what you want to charge the job or the client. And even though it's not part of the general ledger, so even if it's posted, it doesn't affect the general ledger because all those items have been paid in overhead, Mm -hmm. it does need proofing and posting. So even though it doesn't affect the GL, you still need to proof it and you still need to post it. When you post it, that's when you're going to see it on a job ticket. So if you're looking for internal charge reports, you can look at the job ticket. You can go to accounting internal charges and reprint reports from there. You can also go to snapshots and the cost window, and you can specify just internal charges if you want to see a report by date range status range yeah so it's a nice useful tool at our agency we actually charged 150 dollars just material fee whatever it was this was a long time ago so this is when you had more paper printing than you do today as far as posting to ftp sites and uploading and all that good stuff go back a second uh you charged 150 dollars for what Per job, per for job? just material fees. No matter what? No matter what. So if you if you use two CDs and a couple of pieces of paper, you're but still But again, this was a lot many bucks? years ago when most of the things you were doing, you were printing and then you know, you'd email or deliver out. This was before posting. What you meant to say was, this was a couple of years ago when you used to be able to <laughs> screw clients out of their money. 
No, because we didn't necessarily charge for it. We just put it on the estimate. We but, so just, you would estimate $150, but you really wouldn't charge them $150. No, we would charge them if whatever we collected on that job would be charged. But at least we were telling the client up to $150, we don't have to come back, get a change order, or have you, re, you know, pre-approve an estimate. Right, okay. Yeah. So, this is where it kind of helps if you've got wholesalers and stuff. You deal with wholesalers, you get a really good rate, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of mark it up. Like you would mark up a bottle of wine in a restaurant. Right, yeah. right. But but it's it was useful because, again, not necessarily if you're going to estimate it or even charge it, but it was really nice to know how much we were spending per job on things like that. So if it did get out of hand, or if that type of job seemed to call for more on that specific client, yeah. at least we knew education. We were educated how to how to future estimate or right. Yeah, it became old hat. You knew it was going to cost. Right. You didn't have to go back and ask. Well, there were some jobs that were jobs from HEWL, but. Uh, at least we could see, yeah, we spent $300 in materials, and we only thought we were going to spend 25 Right. Whether we charged the client or not, at I least like how you knew. don't try to curse, you spell it. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. Isn't this a G? Okay Isn't this job. a G channel? It's okay to say job from hell. We're all adults here. And, from, and by job from hell, you mean job from Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cindy, that's You're awesome. Huh? You're funny. I didn't say anything. Yeah. So what are the internal charge reports? What do those show? They show the net and the the gross, depending on your access. Uh They show what jobs they were applied to and what tasks. We some agencies get more detailed. They'll break it out: DVD burns, CD burns, you know, individual post or postage, um, color copies, black and white lasers. I didn't. I just. I always try to keep it as simple as possible. I just put it all under materials. I didn't have any client that really came back and said, "What exactly are these materials?" But if they did come back and request, you know, that you be more specific, would you? I'd have that table, the report, and here you go. Okay. And it has the dates when when those things were posted. So a lot of times, what what it used to be is there used to be a um, a piece of paper at the copier, Mm -hmm. and people little added little tick marks. This just saves them from adding little tick marks, and then again, the accounting has to do all the data entry. It's it's in the program. Add it up. Yeah. Yeah, Add it up. You've got clients and profits. Use the features, especially accounting. Well, then the AE when they're running out things for client meetings, they just add an internal charge when creatives are running something out for the creative or for the AE or the client. Right. Again, they just add so where the program charges. comes in, saves you time, mm-hmm. make sure things are, you know, right. you don't, nothing gets screwed up. Nothing gets overlooked. Right. Ties into the general ledger. Right. So and it's a small part of keeping your expenses, mm-hmm. but it can add up if, sure, if people aren't paying attention, especially if there is no accountability to right. things like that. Oh, sure. Just run out 50 more, you know, 60 page catalogs. No big deal. So available in Job Tracker, right? Yes, it is. Okay, that is one of the few accounting features that we right. have in Job Tracker. Because Job Tracker does have up to the point of billing, so even if you're doing your internal billing, you still want to track your costs. Right, because the and general consensus is that Job Tracker doesn't do any accounting. It does do some accounting. It does do some accounting. Mm-hmm. It and, just doesn't have the GL and okay. checkbook. So expense reports, internal charges, those right. things. Right, it does have costing ability. Because they're attached to the job. Correct. So if, if there are accounting features attached to the job. Right, right. It just doesn't have the GL right. or the checkbook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my here's a good question because uh-huh. I wanted to ask this because we're on the subject. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of on the subject now. When you've got Marcom departments, okay, and design firms uh-huh. that buy job tracker because they don't want the accounting functions, right? How do they go from clients and profits to an accounting system? What? How do they? How do they relate the two things together? They usually just print reports. So if they're doing if they're doing internal charges in the program, uh-huh. so they're charging back, charge back to the clients. They'll print a billing report from clients and profits that shows how much they're billing their internal departments, and then accounting will take that and do 
journal entries to move monies from one department to another. So then they've got to go back and manually do the accounting. Correct. Based on what they're getting from those reports. Correct. Or job cost reports. So sometimes they'll take a job cost report. Sometimes they'll take the billing report. Sometimes they'll take, um, you know, the internal charges, expenses, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they're incorporating that into journal entries into the accounting program. Let's say a company. Not necessarily like for internal charges, though. They don't really care because all you're using it for is internal, you know, to get the costs on the job. Mm -hmm. They don't care because it's already an overhead. So they don't they don't use that kind of detail. Okay. Usually. So if you've got a client, say, that she's been or a user of ours that's been using Job Tracker for a few years, uh-huh. finally they say, you know what, I'm tired of this back and forth stuff. Mm-hmm. We need an accounting system. Mm-hmm. And so they decide to get classic or pro. Mm-hmm. They go from Job Tracker to pro. All their jobs are getting brought over, but none of the billing, none of the yeah, client Yeah, they, they just have beginning balances, and then they would do journal entries to get all their balances into clients and profits over, or just pick a date and start from that point forward. Okay. Yeah. Is there kind of an upgrade path for them in that regard? Like, say, they've been doing all their accounting in Quicken. Mm-hmm. Can they bring that stuff back over in clients and profits? They can by journal entries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and beginning balances. All right. Usually, they're, Marcoms are usually in, in pretty highly sophisticated accounting programs because right. they're really large multi, multiple location type of companies, which obviously Pro, SQL would do wonderful for right. them. Yeah, more so than like Quicken or whatever. But Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, way to take a dig on Quicken. Nice I'm job. Sorry, take that out. <laughs> take it out. <laughs> okay, then. Hey, Cindy, thanks. Thank you very much. Real, real nice. It's always fun. It is. You make it fun. Hey, if you'd like to send us an email, maybe you've got a comment or a question about the podcast, you'd like to send us an email, podcast at clientsofprofits.com. Be great to hear from you. Thank you so much, Phil. This Thank is you, always Cindy. fun. Now that was a really good one. That was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Until next time, my name is Phil. My name's Cindy. And this has been the Clients and Profits Feature Cast. 